This is AutoLine Extra, available exclusively on the internet. Here again is John McElroy. Welcome to our internet-only discussion of the North American Truck of the Year Award with Mark Phelan from the Detroit Free Press and Natalie Neff from AutoWeek. Natalie, you've been in the Volkswagen Tiguan. What's your take of that? I like the styling. I like the overall kind of packaging, um, but I think what stands out to my mind is it, it drives okay, you know, it does everything fairly well. But unlike what we're used to in Volkswagen and obviously more so Audi products, is just this world-class interior attention to detail. And it does not have that? No. Wow. Um, it's usually Volkswagen gets that right. Exactly. And to me, I walked away from my time with the vehicle fe feeling like it was a little cheap. Yeah. And it doesn't have a cheap sticker. No. That's for w sure. What is the sticker on that? I think it starts mid-20s, and you can easily build that up to uh, mid Oh, mid tops out third. well into the 30s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's not a cheap vehicle. it's hard to make an argument right. for it at 34, 35. Sure. Even at the lower prices, you know, th there's more appealing, you know, less expensive stuff. Absolutely. And again, this is something built in Germany in euros, imported to the U.S., so it's got to be expensive right, right. From, a, from a sticker price standpoint. What kind of engine? What kind of fuel economy? Um, I, you know, I can't speak to fuel economy, but we're, we're looking at the same, you know, 2.0 turbocharged engine that we find in, in most standard golf-based products um, from Volkswagen, which I love. I mean, it's it's probably so. One from of a size standpoint, an engine standpoint, it's the right kind of vehicle it's, for it's, this market. It's dead on right. And if I had to be in an SUV, I would be in a vehicle like that. You know, I'm not one for big vehicles anyway. Mm -hmm. But it just it just didn't have the polish yeah. that you're used to, even in entry level Volkswagens. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just yeah. the the detail. And and that engine is spectacular in the you know Golf, in the the Jetta. In the even the Audi A4, smaller, lighter vehicles. Right. right. In in the Tiguan, it was adequate, I thought, but but not exciting, and it requires premium gasoline. And the Tiguan's fuel economy is at the low end of the small crossover segment, and you know, I thought those were th those are the kind of drawbacks that you have to give me a car I love. Right to get past. Yeah, great point. Mark, let's stick with you. Chevy Traverse, what is your take on that? I've driven it briefly and it looks like a winner. I mean, you know, General Motors already has a really good family of those big seven-seat uh, crossovers, with, you know, the Outlook, Acadia, and Enclave. Chevy needed one. It seems like it's got everything they're looking for. The styling is different and attractive. Mm -hmm. It doesn't, you know, go out on a limb or take any chances like the Ford Flex does, but it looks good. And interior space is terrific. It you know seems to have good driving dynamics. Fuel economy is at the top of its class. I mean, I, I can't think of any reason that it shouldn't do well, and I'm looking forward to driving it longer. Now, but this is to your point, just like the Buick Enclave, the Saturn Outlook, the GMC Acadia. Mechanically, there's no difference, right. is there? Mechanically, no so difference. So this is just a, a Chevy version with a Chevy you know badge on it. It's not just a badge though this time. I mean, the, GM has learned that you know that way lies ruin. Um, the, the 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 body is you know completely Looks different. Very different. Yeah. Um, the a, a pillars that you know frame the windshield and the roof, I believe, are the only things that are common. And the roof might even be unique. Mm -hmm. um, and, and it does look and feel different. Must and not it, be as expensive as the others either. Actually, I believe the base price comes in just slightly above the uh, Saturn Outlook, no which was a surprise to me. Yeah. I, and I think that says something about how confident they are that you know, this vehicle will sell well, mm -hmm. that they didn't have to come in with the bottom price. 
I think it's curious, though, and I don't know how many times we've asked this question, but the Buick comes out, the GMC comes out, the Saturn comes out. Why is the bread and butter of GM Chevrolet brand the last to get this vehicle? And obviously, it has been a fairly popular vehicle. I don't know how well the Saturn is selling, but Less the GMC Buick. and the Buick have been fairly well received. Up until recently. Up until, up until recently. Um, but even so, if you're looking for a seven-passenger vehicle, if you have a large family and you don't want to go with a full frame-based you know, SUV, if you don't want to go with a small... It's hard to beat these. It's really They're hard. They're terrific. To beat. They are a terrific family of vehicles. Um, and you know, it, it's just curious that Chevy's the last to the game. In yeah. this family. Well, let's squeeze one more in here. BMW X6. Have either of you been in that one? Mark? Okay, take Loved it away, Mark. It. <laughs> expected to hate it. I mean, a sport coupe I body. I hate the concept. It looks like a two-door coupe. It's not. It's a four-door, but they designed it to look like a two-door. Yep. And it's an SUV. And okay, looks like explain this one to and me. And it looks like there's no rear headroom, and the cargo space is going to be useless. And you get into it, and there's lots of rear headroom, and the cargo space is terrific. And it drives like a dream. I, I had one when, it, when I was on a long drive down to southern Indiana for a friend's wedding. And you know, I was in it you know, 450 miles each way. It's quiet. It feels like a little BMW sports sedan. All these things are true. But, yes. <laughs> but you are so right. It looks like an AMC Eagle that's gained another ton. I mean, really. It does. It drives fantastic. And there really is a surprising amount of headroom in the vehicle. The, the rear cargo hold is only useful because they've hinged it about midway on the roof line. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, when you close a thing, you know, the rake on the on the backlight is so steep that you're really not going to put, you know, any large boxes back and there. And rear visibility is a real problem. It, 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 it really is. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't... But will people go for it? Because, you know, we're talking about Truck of the Year Award, you know, is, is this a contender? No. BMW only needs to sell a few to be happy. I don't see it being a finalist even for Truck of the Year, though. No. Okay. Real good. Well, let's wrap up this internet-only discussion of the North American Truck of the Year Award. But Mark Phelan, Natalie Neff, thanks so much for coming in and talking all about this. Thank you.